0: What it do? What it do? It's your boy J Hemp Hunters podcast. One half in the building, man. Hey, listen! Shout out to my dog B Soy. You couldn't be here, man. Had a little emergency that popped up. Uh, y'all know what to do, man. Like, share, subscribe. Shout out to our sponsor, ILD Clothing. Integrity, loyalty, discipline. At IOD Clothing, y'all know what it is, man. Hey, look, man. Uh, when 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 you, when you got certain people sitting next to you. When you got certain people that, that's like, that's going to answer the call, the request, it, it's like, keep doing what you're doing. Because they see you. Because they know you're not just going to sit down anybody, man. When you know what they're doing for the area, for the city, for, for, for the area code, when you know what they mean to the region, and a person answer, it's like, all right, keep going. So you got to look at that person, man, what they done for the game, how long they been doing it, what they been tied to, who they been tied to. You, you, you really sitting here with a legend, man, from Philly, VA. We talking rocking with with, with legends like the, the Buddha brothers, man. Rocking with, rocking with the Clips. You feel me like, 103 Jams. You feel me like, and go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. But for real, for real, one of the most respected djs in the game you feel me so uh i gonna bring them to you man appreciate you yeah. dj rick g's <laughs> what's you. handy thanks for the intro and all that, that was hey <laughs> i'm trying man i meant it man like for real for real bro like what you what you mean to the area bro like people really look forward to your mixes it's a part of their day yeah now now let me start there with that like what does that mean to you as a dj to know that, like people is really looking at what you're doing, like the impact that you had on folk. Uh, it's that's super important, man. That's what I, you know, that's what I do it for. Uh, a
1: lot of times I meet people, and they be like, "You Rick G's," and I'm like, "Yeah." He be like, "The the main thing it's two the two main things people always say is, yo, you sound taller on the radio," <laughs> and the other thing is people always say, "Yo, you got the jails on smash." <laughs> You know what I'm saying? On Friday nights, everybody got everybody got their headphones on. Friday night bangers. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, I'm just trying to you know get to get the right music out there. You know, I'm trying to rock for the seven five seven and play the play the hot records and you know put put the world on what's popping over here. Nah, I feel you.
0: I feel you. So let me ask you this, man. It started in Philly. Yeah. And to me, Philly is home of the greatest DJ. Uh, DJ, the reason why I picked up the turntable, DJ uh, Dazzy, Jazzy Jeff, man, what did Philly hip-hop mean to you back in the 80s, man?
1: Um, Back in the 80s, I wasn't really aware of where any music was coming from, you know what I mean? Like, like, Cool C, I didn't even, I know they was from West Philly, but like, Will Smith was from West Philly, he wasn't even really thinking about it like that, as like, Philly, maybe to like, the 90s. You know what I mean, mm. uh, but like, yeah, Will Smith was a Fresh Prince was a big was an icon back then. You know what I mean? Like we would see him at the shopping center and everybody, you know what I mean? Was like trying to get his autograph and you know shit like that. Uh, I seen Jazzy Jeff and you know as a kid I seen him out in places and you know, yeah, we was we was hype off of that. But I never really thought about the region or none of that at the yeah. time. Well.
0: So like, even Philly's contribution with hip hop, like Schoolie D, you know what I'm saying? First gangster, you know what I'm saying? Rap song ever, yeah. hip hop. Like, you know what I'm saying? What what drew you to hip hop turntables, being from Philly? Uh, I think just like the whole era,
1: is like where I was at, um, block parties, you know what I mean? The radio was jumping, I remember, people having DJs on their lawn or in their backyard. And, you know, we out there dancing, we trying to break dance. I don't know what made me want to try to break dance at like four or five or three, you know what I mean? It was just, it was just everything. That's just like, you know, like if it's snowing outside, you you know, you in the snow, you know what I mean? If it's it's hip hop, everything is hip hop. There's graffiti all over the place, you know what I mean? I don't know if you know, I was, I used to do a lot of graffiti back in the day, you know what I mean? And I I got a lot of trouble for graffiti, even as an adult, but, we was just we was just in it, you know what I mean? Like, the radio was crazy. I used to listen to Pod 99 and uh, Q102, um, and them DJs just inspired me. I used to go to parties. They had little clubs for teenagers and young teens, you know what I mean? Like, I used to ask the DJ to play records, <laughs> you know, and then when I think about them now, them records wouldn't have, wouldn't have rocked in the in the party, and I used to get mad, like, why you ain't playing my song and yeah, shit, yeah, you know, but yeah. like, I was like 14, yeah. asking for ma- Master Ace, Jeep-ass nigga, like. He ain't going to play that, man. You know what I mean? That, that ain't going to rock in the party. But, you know, when I, once I became a DJ, I understood all of that. So, look,
0: though. When I look at you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you DJ. You do beats, You just put me on graffiti. Mm-hmm. You just put me on breakdancing. It's all elements of hip-hop. And you used to spit. Yeah, I used to rap back in the so day. So, it's like all <laughs> elements of hip-hop. Yeah. You feel me? Like where that that's what I'm trying to get to. Where does that part come from? Like some people just like to listen to music. Some people might pick up the pen and that's it. You literally all elements of hip hop.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just I just I guess it just happened like that, you know. Um I never I could never could pinpoint like a specific song or none of that, you know what I mean? Um it just was my it was just my environment. That's just what I grew up in, you know. Yeah, yeah, um yeah. I probably um um stuck to it more than other people, or was uh, captivated by it more than other people. But uh, I just was in it. I remember like, in like 1990, 89, 1990, it was this show called uh, Crush Raps. It was a video show. And it came on at like, I don't know, late, like past our bedtime. So my pop would just record the videos. We didn't even know about the show, but he was recording. He knew we was just listening to rap, me and my brother. He knew we was just in the rap music like that. You know what I mean? And he was just recording these, these joints every day, every uh Friday night, whatever whatever night that came on. So <laughs> Saturday morning we got like five new videos yeah. on this tape. And he had to had the list on that joint. So, you know, they was my pop was always always helping me out with, you know, he was just like, just like watering yeah. the plant, you know what I mean? So, uh, I guess it was just just destiny and shit, you know. Did y'all have a box? Um, No, we, ain't, we never had. We had cable. I had cable for one year. Oh, word. It was like 92 or 93, something like that. But my, right. But everybody had the box, yeah. Everybody. Okay. My man's across the street, you know, uh, everybody else had cable, so.
0: I ran the box bill up. You feel me? <laughs> like,
1: yeah. yeah got I got ass whooping all that one. That one year that we had cable, when we was watching my box, my parents let us know. Don't, don't. Don't call no 900 numbers. No, so, you're not doing that. So
0: who, who's, your, who's your favorite, like, to listen to when you was coming up? like um, DJ Ran and Cosmic Kev was my two favorite DJs.
1: Um, also, shout out to DJ J-Ski. Um, there's a dude, old school guy named uh, Dime Mystic Mac. Um, those were some DJs on Pi 99. That's where I, like, I used to just listen to the radio, you know, um, and just listen to listen to the DJs and they was playing all the new shit at the time. Um on Friday nights. And uh like on the yeah, on the weekends, they was just getting busy late at night, and then uh I got family in New York, in New Jersey. So I used to spend a lot of time in Jersey and I would listen to Hot Ninety Seven and sometimes on like a like a good night, you could get hot ninety seven in Philly. So I was just witnessing a lot of historical events on both both yeah. New York and Philly. So I was getting but Philly radio the DJs was cutting it up. They was just ill. It was just the way they was the way they was playing music was 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 crazy. Um like New York DJs wasn't cutting it up like that. Um Cosmic Kev, the way he, he was the first person to like scratch like it was a certain chirp scratch that he did mm. that that's regular now, but Nobody was doing that at the time. And uh, mixtapes, you know, we was getting all the mixtapes. And uh, yeah, I I used to tape, I got a lot of tapes of Pi 99 and Q102. you
0: You you mentioned New York and Philly, Mm -hmm. so I gotta see how real you gonna keep it. Beans and Jada, who you had? Who you was rocking with? Beans. (laughs) Beans. <laughs> no, what? come on, bro. Beans, you like, Jay right. Jada ate him. Go ahead. I, uh, I mean,
1: him. yeah, Jay's on another level. They are not really comparable, right? Cause but like if you was to say uh best of Beanie Seagull mixtape or mm-hmm. any hove album, I'm gonna pick that best of beanie seagull mixtape.
0: No, Jada.
1: Oh, you said Jada. I thought you said Jay. My oh, bad, oh, okay. my bad. Nah, <laughs> Jada. Beans
0: beans <laughs> or Jada cause, cause uh, like
1: Philly, powerful. Okay.
0: Come on, man.
1: Uh, I thought you said Jay. My bad. All right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with beans again. I'm gonna go with beans again. Uh, I'm a fan of Jadakiss and the Locks, and I listen to um, we are the streets at least once a month. And uh, nah, Jadakiss is a legend. He got legendary mixtapes. He got legendary bars and lines. And you know, uh, when they was going back and forth, I still got all of that on my Serato. I still got all uh, I got all of them battles and uh. Yeah, I like um Styles P more than I like Jaded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? Cuz like maybe the last couple of years he has been putting out more work. He just been he's been going he's been going hard the last couple of years. He put out like two two three albums a year. You know, he be on he be on a lot of people's stuff and put out albums with other people. Um I think right now at this moment Styles P go harder than uh Jayla. at this moment yeah yeah, yeah 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 but uh yeah back to the beans yeah i'm you know i gotta it's i don't think it's a philly biased thing but i just think um it's gotta be he like he rapped harder like he rapped like beans i feel like out of everybody maybe besides Meek, he got like the most respect out of the world for his bars like 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 black thought and the roots you know what I mean? I'm a fan of them. And yeah, I I got Black Thought higher than a lot of people. I wish you. But people don't really ask for the Roots records in parties. They'll ask for some Beanie Seagull stuff. You know, I know mm-hmm. I was DJing at Queensway when that when it was when that was popping. Uh people used to always ask me to play um the Thousand Bars joint. Uh no, Crew Love. He's, you know, Crew Love. That's a he got Beans got a lot of records that everybody know. You know, I know what I mean? You. And everybody can sing his verses, you know what I mean? And that's a, that's a, that's a big thing because, you know, he says Philly stuff. He might, he might be saying things. I don't think people even know what he's
0: saying, you know what I mean? But they know the, they know the verse. So, look, when, when I go back to that time period, like, to me, like, certain eras in hip-hop, to eras and all that, that was a specific era. And for me, it was like, on Friday, you wanted to be in the barbershop, at, 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 uh, I think with DJ B at the time that had that time slot when you were going to hear Jada respond, Beanie respond. You were going to hear Jay-Z drop Super Ugly or you were going to hear Nas drop either. To me, we don't have those moments no more. Now my question to you is, do you blame that on the artists, on the rappers, or do you blame that on the now, I don't mean to put you in the hot seat, but on the, the higher conglomerates like iHeart, because I feel like iHeart killed moments like I feel like iHeart killed radio and companies like Spotify, and that, that radio doesn't have that moment no more. Uh, what you mean? Because it's because it's so much now, so much it's, more stuff to listen it's to, it's so much, and it's just like look at 103, be yeah. real. One o three used the colors used to be red and yellow. Mm-hmm. Buddha Brothers Morning Show, red and yellow. That was the colors, right? Yeah, you used yeah, yeah. When you I uh, was running when you was running that, you was yeah, what yeah, program? I was the producer. The producer for that. Yeah. We we gonna talk about that too. Once the Breakfast Club came out, yeah. One o three logo looked like Power One o three. Power One o five, yeah, and yeah. Power One o five, and I said, okay, okay, oh, they both owned by iHeart, yeah. and to me, it's like. The station lost its identity, and I feel like when a station loses its identity, that those moments in hip hop you can't have them no more. Uh, I don't, I don't think they lost their identity. I don't. I don't think we lost our identity. i
1: don't, uh Talk to me. I don't think that had anything to do with it. With it. Um, because even when one hundred and three had the other logo, it still was. Uh, it still was iHeart or Clear Channel.
0: Okay.
1: You know, Clear Channel, which changed their name to iHeart. Okay. You know, it's still the same company. Um nothing none of that changed i just think uh what what type of moments was that was there hip hop where uh they was checking for it on the radio cuz that's a certain time like when beans and when the locks and 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 uh uh state property was going at it everybody wasn't even you had to be technically savvy to be able to get it on a, on an app or something like that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because there wasn't really no apps at the time. It was apps because we had the sidekicks. That was like the sidekick era. So there yeah, was some type school, of- Yeah, high school, yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah, was a yeah, couple yeah. ill apps, but everybody wasn't even, you know, But, able but to even
0: fast forward to game and 50, Hot 97, That that's a moment. Yeah. You don't have the radio moments no more. Everybody wants to have a podcast.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, but that's, I mean, I wouldn't put that on iHeartRadio. I think that's the times. That's the times. All right, tough. That's the times we're living in. Everybody got, there was no Spotify or none of that at the time. There was no, nobody was streaming music. Um, There was people streaming music, like off Napster and things like that. When the Mm -hmm. blueprint came out, Mm -hmm. the blueprint came out on 9 11, but I had it in August. I had that joint. I turned 21 in August. Uh, I, had that, I had that joint. I had UGK uh, album. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can't remember what, what album that was. Riding uh,
0: Dirty? No, that won't Riding Dirty. Um, I got you. I'm going to get it. All right, yeah. but
1: whatever that, that UGK album was that, that came out the same, around the same time as Blueprint. And there was a couple other albums. We had them joints before they came out, before they hit the stores, you know, because Napster was out. And if, dirty if Money. You, yeah, if you knew how to uh, do that, then you know what I mean? If you knew how to do the Napster stuff, you could get the CD, you know, burn it, the CD. Um, and, and you was good, you know? Like, but everybody wasn't up on that. And then, um, but all the streaming stuff is, is maybe a couple years new. I don't know how long streaming been out, but yeah. to the point that everybody's streaming and there's no more record stores. Uh, like, it's hard to be first on a record now. Like, I could still be first on a record, but... Yeah. Once, if I play a record that's, that's, that's so hot that somebody got a, uh, what's the app, You, you hit, uh, Shazam, if you Shazam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shazam a record, you can start listening to it before my mix is over, you know what I'm saying? You might not even catch the whole mix because you, you hype off that one record. So it is a lot of options and everything now, but um, like, yeah, and then you can still catch my mix because I'm going to put it on Mixcloud. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna put it up on Mixcloud, and yes. there's some people that ain't. That's like, all right, I'm gonna go do whatever I'm gonna do on Friday night, and I know I can still catch the joint Sunday when he posted. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. uh, it's yeah, it's, it's a lot of, it's a, you got a lot of options. You got way more options than you do now.
0: So let me ask you, then. let me ask you this. So so, which one to you has been more beneficial, mixtape error or streaming error?
1: Mixtape era, definitely. Okay. Um, I don't know Pellet. Well, you know we had Pellet's Village in Newport News. I was selling mixtapes at the at the joint um, at the flea market here on off, off, uh, George Washington. Mm-hmm. I was getting get my little couple of dollars back in the day. Uh, used to, you know, I wasn't no DJ DJ drama or a clue or nothing, but <laughs> I used to. They, we had it to the point where I I make a mixtape and get them one, and they'll buy that for a hundred dollars, and they was probably making a G off that, you know, every time mm-hmm. I come back to the store to get them a the new joint, they playing the last one, you know, and they, you know, they, they was working them tapes and uh, that was a good era. I, I love that. I love the mixtape era. Um, I still be making mixtapes. I don't burn them in DVD anymore or burn them in CD. Yeah. But uh, I have been making these, um, these video mixtapes. Um, a couple people know about that. You know, if you got like, like a uh, uh, car TVs and I gotta give you the flash drive. I got a couple mixtapes now. I'm uh I'm up to t- episode twelve, straight fire video okay. mix twelve. Okay. And you know, I'll be DJing with the videos and scratching okay. the videos and doing all types of you know, it's crazy. It's a different, you know, it's just a different level on technology, you know, but uh yeah, that def- I don't really like streaming. I don't like streaming. Um especially because I got Tidal, I, just, I had Apple Music, I just got rid of my Apple Music, but I think I'm gonna get it back. Cause I, I had Tidal for like two, three years, and I bought it just cause they was having all the exclusive stuff. Mm-hmm. As soon as I got it, they, ain't had nothing, they didn't have nothing exclusive. I, ain't, I didn't, it ain't been no exclusive stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they was doing a lot of exclusive droppings, like uh, it's only here first for the next, for the first week or two, and then it'll be on all the other streaming joints. Like they did that with, uh, with Kanye, uh, Pablo, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then they don't, you know, when I go to the new albums on Friday, they, I don't know any of these people. I don't know none of these, it's just, I don't <laughs> know, I don't know, know who, nobody is up there. I gotta go to um, Hip Hop DX and and see who dropped for All
0: me to, the YNBs and CMBs yeah. and all that, man, that shit hard to fuck to keep up with, bro. When you look at what you were doing, um, back with the Buddha Brothers morning show. yeah. Clearly before his time. What do you think, you know what I'm saying, cool DJ Law would be doing and what he would be saying, what he would be thinking right now, like cause I could see the Buddha brothers being what the Breakfast Club is now. Well yeah, I think they was the prototype.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, they was uh a lot of they had a there was a lot of um viral moments before viral was a thing, mm-hmm. you know, just uh national moments. You know, like when um, when No Malice came up and said said something about Lil Wayne. And, I, and that went to, that hit media takeout. I don't even know how. I don't know who gave it to them, but I don't know if people were just sitting there recording the radio or if somebody that we know gave it. I don't even know, That's, but it was just crazy because um, there were viral moments from the Buddha Brothers and they did a lot of big things. And um, yeah, DJ Law thought on a level that I would never be able to think of you know what i'm saying um you just thought on a bigger level you know what i mean like they was on billboards and stuff when you think about it and Mm -hmm. yeah i learned a lot from them from just being around them you know in terms of like um what and what not to say how to say things and you know um i'm gonna say something right but i don't know if people know about this right but like uh DJ Law has stopped DJing because, like, he died when he was like what? I guess like 40, 41? 40. That's what he got. Yeah, forty. Yeah, 40. he died in, in 2010. He was 10 years older than me, and uh, he wasn't really feeling all this before it was trap music. Before it was trap music, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Just South music like that. He, you know, um, there was some artists from the South that could spit, and there's a lot of rappers from the South that can't really rap. There's a lot of rappers from everywhere that can't really rap, but like, just the slowness of everything. He didn't really like um, hand claps on like 808 hand claps. He thought that shit was trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so he just was like, "Man, I'm, I'm I'm not really DJing. I'm not I'm not going to DJ nothing. More. I'm 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 done." But he still DJed a couple parties here and there, like a spirit of Norfolk special joint. Some like, but where he, he ain't got to play none of that stuff. It's gonna be for the for his age group or just, you know what I mean? He ain't got to play all that type of shit, you know? And I, I didn't I didn't get it at the time. Cause I was just like, I, I could never feel like that. You know what I mean? But uh, I could see that happening, you know, like I'm never going to stop DJing, but sometimes it gets to a point where like, yo, I'm, this music is kind of stupid. Like they're not saying nothing. Like mm-hmm. it's cool to have fun and everything, but it's like, everything is just like, Everything is stupid, like, everything is just uh, uh, lean. Mm. Uh, I got the chopper, and, and I mean? Just lean, I got the chopper, and I, I'm, I'm selling whatever. I got all the drugs, I got the lean, I'ma fuck your bitch. Like, god yeah, damn. How <laughs> I many niggas bitches you gonna fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know it's gonna come back to you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you're fucking everybody's bitch, you're probably never gonna get a bitch, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Cause you, you, Like subconsciously you're gonna, you know what's coming, it's gonna come back, you know what I mean? But like, uh, like it's it's it's, I see it like you know. You know people people say like it's a conspiracy because they want this is the type of music they want out here, and you know, um, there are people rapping about different things. I'm not gonna say positivity because everything ain't, ain't positive. So it was like, you do need music for all different type of situations but mm. it is a a whole lot of one type of music being pushed and uh it all does have a self destructive message and um there are good records that, that, that counter the stuff that's out. You know what I mean? It's hard to find. Just like I was saying with titles, like, yo, um it's just a whole bunch of young niggas with graffiti names and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, I'm, I say all that to say, yeah, I, 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 I kind of understand now because I'm 40 and I could see where his head was at and how he could be like, man, I'm going to hear this shit. Like he was like, yeah, because maybe the last, uh, maybe like 07, 06, 07, maybe 08, I was, I was DJing on the Buddha Brothers Morning Show. He was like, you can have that shit. You can do this shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to play all this music no more. I'm, I'm cool. And I'm not I'm not like that now, but I can see it. I can see it happen. Like, if the music don't change, and it's just still uh, mildly lean, lean, lean. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't. I I I would have to do something different.
0: I would have to do some different type of music. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Is that one of the reasons you lean towards Pusher because of the lyricism? Uh, what you mean by lean towards? I mean, you DJ for them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, you, you from what, from the outside looking in, you know what I'm saying. You a part of that unit. You a part of that crew. You know what okay. I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like, well, you know, I did. That's just you, like, man, nigga, they paying me.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, cause I was, cause we, in terms of radio, I didn't really play their music too much. Um, yeah, like they ain't really put out a lot of a lot radio, of hits. radio yeah, yeah. type of records, right? And, uh, but no, I was, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the clips. And Pusha, lyrically, he was bodying shit. Niggas was bodying shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, when they first came out, when Grind, I think I heard Grinding in Philly before I heard it here. Okay. Like, that was a record that was just stuck in my head for like weeks. And the beat, and then the the chorus, and like, who who the fuck is that? And then then the vinyl came out, and I was like, okay, you know what I mean? I bought the vinyl, and that was my shit, you know? And then, uh, Uh, yeah, they, you know, they, they, they spitters, they, they got, they, the lyrics is clever. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't really want to be a part of nothing with, that's not clever and you know people not writing like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, wouldn't
0: yeah. be a, I wouldn't want to be a part of just nothing, just anything, yeah. So when Pusher and Drake were going back and forth as a tour DJ, mm-hmm. where does
1: that put you? I was not never really a Drake fan anyway. <laughs> like, I was never a Drake fan. My man's tried to put me on a Drake at comeback season. Uh, I never really liked his voice, I don't like his voice. He got like a whiny voice. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I like most of Take Care album. I like that new joint that he got, um, the What's Next record. You know, he got a couple of uh, records that I like, but I'm not really, I was never really a Drake fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be objective and be like, "Yeah, that's a good record." But I don't really like his voice. I don't like his voice. I don't like the position he take on a lot of records.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's like a, it's a pussy nigga perspective that he be having. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like a brown nosing ass nigga. You know what Always I mean? You. Like, I, ain't, I, ain't, I'm not listening to that. It's, Love is real. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't say none of that type of shit that he say to women. Always I wouldn't say you. none of that type of shit. So. I should work on the BBWs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. So, uh, I just I just wasn't a fan of it. Even though, like, as a DJ, I know what works mm-hmm. and I know what don't work. So, you know, that's all it really is to it. You know, um, when Meek was like Drake, don't write his raps. I thought it was gonna be over, but it, it wasn't. People, nobody gave a fuck. But it's like, mm. uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not purchasing no Drake music. I never purchased no Drake music. So you weren't worried when y'all went to Canada? I was worried a little bit. I wasn't worried. <laughs> I was like, yo, some shit going to happen. Okay. Some bullshit going to happen. Because that, whatever, the tour schedule came out in like July or August. And it said Toronto on it. And I was like, oh, shit. Some bullshit going to happen. But I was there. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah, I'm with whatever. I'm going to tell you a quick story, right? It might not be that quick. It's probably like 2014, Toronto is my favorite city in the world. Uh, My man, uh, uh, my homeboy, DJ Respect, he got me an after party because we've been going to Toronto a lot. I've been to Toronto mad times, you know what I'm saying? Uh, He got me an after party at this club called Time. Um, I'm like, cool. So, send a flyer. The flyer is, is real fly. it's the ill flyer and shit. Um, Toronto's is a sexy spot. So, after the after the joint, I told everybody that I, that was with our crew. So, uh, you know, they came, they came through. So, I'm setting up my laptop and other DJs playing. So, we, you know, we just a changeover. I'm setting up. All here's pat pat pat. <laughs> 300 people hit the floor right. <laughs> I thought it was a firecracker, right? I'm like, that wasn't no gun. I get up, I'm like, fuck that, Philly in here, VA in this bitch, we rocking out, right? And I'm like, that shit ain't gonna stop me from getting my little couple hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? I need this money. And ain't no firecracker gonna stop me. You know what I'm saying? So I did the party. The shit was mad tension. It was mad tension. <laughs> the air was just tense. <laughs> So the niggas that was with me, you know, they chill for a minute. They like, yo, we out. We out of here. I'm like, all right, damn. All right. The dude that, that got me the joint, gave me the bread. I was like, yo, we out of here. He was him and his wife. They left. I'm like, all right, I'm Dolo. Let's get it. I rocked out, did my shit, got paid. The next morning, my man watches, like, Rick G's crazy. This nigga DJ in the club after the niggas
0: get shot. So we,
1: I'm like, yo, nobody got shot. My man, he said, I seen the nigga shooting. And I said, you lying. You didn't see nobody shoot. That's a firecracker. So we arguing about the shit for two days. So then my man from Toronto sends me the news clip and says, a uh, man at, Toron- at, at Time Nightclub uh, checked himself into the hospital with a non-threatening headshot wound. Shit. So...
0: How you non-threatening? It had non threatening. It'd be like a twenty
1: two or something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nigga probably had a thick skull or something, you know. But,
0: <laughs> but I was like, damn,
1: whatever. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know at the time. So he probably did see him shoot the dude. But he should have told me that then, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it don't matter. I got I got my little money. I rocked out. I left my needles. I left my fucking needles. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shit. But that was before uh that was like what that was like? 2014, 2015?
0: Yeah, yeah, had to have needles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we good. We got controls. Now nah, we good. Shout to Rain. Need that sponsorship money. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> for so, sure. go ahead, dope. But
1: uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so when it said Toronto on a joint, I'm like somebody, somebody gonna get shot. Somebody gonna get shot. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> so you know we there, we performing and shit. We on stage. And I'm sure you saw that shit that happened, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. uh Niggas started throwing water and paint and shit. Like, I don't and look,
0: look, look, look. Now <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Was 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 any of that equipment up there yours? It was, nah, that? just the laptop. Just the laptop, ah, right? Shit. So,
1: so uh, you know, when you touring, you got you got the you got a tech rider. So yeah. tech rider is all the shit that you that whatever people throw in the event got to get for you. So on my tech rider, on my tech rider at the time was the uh, was the CDJ 2000s, the 2000 mm-hmm. Nexus. And a, um, and a DJM S9. So, it's never mine. I might have mine with me to do my radio mixes, but I, I keep that in the hotel. I don't take that to the venue, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you never know what could happen. Some type of bullshit could happen. But yeah, the, mm-hmm. where I was, at in the, I was at in the cut, I didn't get, get caught with nothing. But, uh, niggas heard that, oh jeez. Niggas <laughs> heard that though. <laughs> Yo, niggas started calling me, right? Because by the time I got to the hotel, no, before I even left the building, motherfuckers was like, "Yo, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah, I nigga seen that shit already." And they like, "Yeah, you push the button and shit." Like, <laughs> no, nah. I took my headphones off and it hit the fucking button. Oh, okay, the button. okay. Niggas okay. like, you hit the okay. button right when the beef was happening. I'm
0: like, nah. That's not, for sure. Thought you like, "Oh, this nigga <laughs> yeah. right here don't give a no, fuck." No,
1: I just took my headphones off and shit because uh, these niggas that, that, that attacked the stage, right? I don't know if they was uh, paid by somebody or whatever, but. Uh, Niggas just lost in their own town. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He looked bad. He looked bad. There's a bunch of Ethiopian niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> niggas took that L, you know? Um, I seen him. Like, I, I looked this one dude right in his eyes. You know what I'm saying? I took my headphones off, and then the dude, he ain't do nothing. There's a video. The video, um, this one dude's getting stomped out. He's he catching it. He's getting to work, and his man, uh, he looked at me in the eyes and then my other homeboy pushed him and then he ain't do nothing He just like <laughs> he watched his man get stomped out and He just like that's all he did was and
0: then yeah. he walked away
1: wow. He looked like the biggest pussy in the world and his man caught the business and Then jumped, you know how uh, usually there's a stage and then they got that like rail yeah, right there yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this space he jumped over all that shit and and hauled ass, but that was that was crazy You know, what I mean, um, I thought it was gonna be more than that when I saw Toronto I thought somebody was gonna shoot up our tour bus or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, like that
1: niggas threw paint. Threw
0: I want to respect Drake that <laughs> like that, like like now. Yeah. So look, let me ask you: when it when it go up like that, like are you are you adjusting the way you move? Um, nah, because or I was just like this niggas pussy.
1: Nah, it, it's like
0: I ain't, I don't think nobody would attack me over no raps like you know be what i'm real. saying niggas, all right <laughs> niggas put out what a hundred hundred some thousand dollars for information yeah come right. on they, they at that point i felt like drake would reach you i mean is that true you looking, dis- <laughs> looking for the disloyal? you looking for the disloyal in the crew uh to give you something to write about to, to take back to your team you feel me like that whole shit, bro that's all i'm saying man. long story so you you let you let us know that you put the headphones down, nigga. I thought that shit was the icing on the cake. Like, when you put that, <laughs> we heard that shit. Like, yo, this nigga. Yeah, wild. I, I, I wasn't thinking. I was just like, first I thought it was a
1: fight in the crowd. Then I seen what was happening. And then security handled it. And I, I didn't really have to do nothing. So, and then nigga said, place more records. Play, play, you know what I'm saying? Did like three more records after that shit.
0: So, look, I got, I got to ask you this. When you, heard, when you got your drop, the OG joint, man, how did you know that was your drop? I'm, I'm running with this. Because I know
1: right. mine, man. All right. So, uh, I was just looking for somebody to say G's somewhere. And then, <laughs> I was like, "PD Crack says it. Yeah. And then I was like, just got the acapella on it. And then, because uh, first it say Rick, I got uh, the Rick part from Slick Rick, some one of the Slick Rick songs. Okay, okay. And then it, the G's part from uh, Flipside, PD Crack. And, uh, I don't know if that was like like 2000 99 or 2000 um but I made that on Cool Edit Pro which is now Adobe Audition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A long ass time ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> just put it together and then uh, like yeah, that's it. That shit just that, that just was it. And I was like, yeah, yeah let's, let's fucking go.
0: So. so look, was you were you d- DJing for the clips when uh Malice stuck back? Yeah. Were you were you worried about like, you know, what thing's going to go with me or you pretty much, all right, if they break up, I'm still good over it. No,
1: nah, I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, That's when uh, Jeezy got arrested. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, He got arrested. I didn't know nothing about none of that shit, right? Maybe <laughs> <They> was <laughs> like, he got a, be clear. got a Bentley in Atlanta. I'm like, I, I've been <laughs> with this man in Atlanta. I ain't <laughs> never seen no Bentley. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? And then maybe for the next couple of years, you would be in a barbershop, niggas be talking about that. like, they tried like, try to put me in the shit. Like I didn't know nothing about none of that shit. I never seen none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he just was a cool dude. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know I don't be knowing that didn't, that shit don't even really exist in my world, you know what I'm saying? Like no 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 crazy drugs or none of that shit. Like mm-hmm. you know, like I'm just a dude that work and I would be focused on whatever I got focused on. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, when uh I remember all that shit happened. And a lot of dudes went down. And uh it just was like push it wasn't that much time between him saying he's not gonna do it, he's not rapping no more, and pusher going solo. Mm-hmm. And uh I can't remember what I was feeling if it was like damn, but, but I just pushed it just was like yo, we gotta show this date. This these this isn't this date. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, we working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I didn't, it wasn't no, uh, no big conversation. It just was like, just picking up where we left off. If there, I don't even think there was no leave off. It just was just like clip shows, now pusher shows. And just, mm-hmm. we, wrote,
0: we rolling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now look, you, uh, you a businessman. You also a family man. You grind. Uh, one of the things i noticed about you that speaks volumes is your dedication. You know what I'm saying? You stick to it. You do it. It's something that you do. Can a businessman be a good... Can a good businessman be a good friend? A or
1: good do sometimes
0: friend. friendships got to be put to the side a little bit so you can get to the business? Uh, Man, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't really like... Uh, I don't really deal with friendship too much. You know what I mean? Like, I got friends that I do business with, but we don't really talk that much now. Now that we do business, we don't really talk that much on a friend level now. We just, Mm. we focus on business, you know, and uh, I don't really got no problem with that. But, uh, yeah, I'm not not really into many friendships to even (laughs) say something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I just... I'm. I feel like I'm just here to do work. I'm here to. I'm here to work.
0: <laughs> hey, but but that's why I'm coming from. That's why I'm asking you, like, because I heard you mention that before, and it like I don't fuck with too many niggas neither. Yeah. And I feel like in order in order to be set apart and to be set aside, you have to be aside, and you have to be apart. You know what I'm saying? I don't think like everybody get that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even know if it's the same for you, but that's what it is for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't fuck with too many people. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have time to catch up with you, keep up with you, update with you on my life. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Because I'm trying to get to this. At the end of the day though, do you think that that's just like, is that still chasing the dollar? Is, is, is a nigga missing out on something? Like what's, what's the bigger picture? Cause my thing is like long family found care of I give...
1: yeah i mean that's that's what the most important thing is, like uh yeah, like once you're a dad and and you know you when you're a dad and you're working, you know and you, you know what I mean your husband, it ain't really too many friends you could hang out with, like you know what I'm saying, like my wife trip if i if I say I'm going to hang out with some friends, you know what I mean she <laughs> I'm gonna have to hear it from her, you know what I mean like yeah uh you know it's people that i'm that i'm cool with and people that i got love for and all of that you know and uh you know maybe if there's something going on that you know that we need to link up for then we could get it you know we could get it in but yeah i got goals you know what i'm saying um i got goals i'm trying to do and uh that's what's important to me you know what i mean like i don't know what everybody got different things that's important to them um I was never really like a dude that hung with like a big crew and was, you know what I mean, deep like that. And even when we was on tour, you know, I was always dolo. I would dip out, you know what I mean? I'm getting my own adventures, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I'm not really, I never felt like I was I was going to shine in a crew, you know what I mean? So I never really was really trying to hang with people like that. And plus, on some Philly shit, it's this term called being a Joe-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> which is like, which is really some stupid bullshit, but it's not really cool to make friends and shit and be, be friendly with people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like Everybody that's, that's,
0: friend can't be somebody friend. That's the way my mama used to, was like, somebody that's everybody friend, they can't be your friend because they not yeah. loyal. They, they ain't got no loyalty to nobody. Yeah, and it's like,
1: yeah, I, was, I never was really trying to be down with nobody or nothing like that. I just uh, was trying to do my thing. And that's just how it always been. I never, I never really had no crew like that or or no squad. I just was always dolo. And, uh, like, I'm here, and this is what I do. And, you know, yeah. this is what I'm trying to do. And, uh, you know, I've met a lot of people and been, been a lot of places from DJing. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think nobody could try to like. You should see that that yeah, this, that's probably like the highest thing in my world is DJing and music and shit. So it ain't gonna really nobody gonna like. Can't nobody mm-hmm. be higher than that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause cause then my whole shit will fail.
0: Yeah. So. Well now, uh, I was listening to uh, DJ Laws' funeral. They broadcasted it live. One of the things that stuck still sticks with me to this day, I don't know who said it, but it talked about that dash in between when you born and when you die. I remember that, I remember that. And it's basically talking about your legacy. What you want your dash to be remembered as? Uh, yeah, I just
1: want to be like a hard-working it was like a hard-working dude that was that was that was killing it you know I, that's what that's what I strive for I, I strive to try to kill it you know what I mean I'm trying to I'm trying to body shit um you know that's what I wanted that's that's all I really was trying to do is just trying to get in there and just kill it and be like you know this dude is, is, is an animal you know what I'm saying he just destroyed it, you know. In terms of parties, mixtapes, or whatever I was doing, stage performances, mm-hmm. uh, concerts, uh, shows that I put together, I put together some shows, you know, all types of stuff. So, um,
0: yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to be great, man, and people recognize. That's all. For sure, dog. Tell the people what you got coming up, man. They can tap in with you. Cause you got an institute going? Yeah, we got the uh, MTS Turntable Institute. In Norfolk you know we teach a lot of
1: people how to d j uh kids and adults and everybody in between uh we also got the beat making classes I teach beat making classes i'm teaching uh the machine and ableton and uh yeah i'm working on i'm working with with a couple of people on some music uh shout out to derek three two zero shout out beat dungeon um see you next tuesday uh shout out maria soul uh yeah i got a whole bunch of stuff in djing i'm trying to do uh trying to dj different types of events and um you know i be coming up with different styles of djing and working with a whole bunch of different equipment and you challenging know, yourself yeah just yeah. trying to trying to do something different uh
0: man I no I'm, I'm gonna be real like i appreciate you for that institute because as a dj man i feel like a lot of people be fucking up the game clogging up the game and i I be getting flat for saying this like. I feel like if I can't talk to you about certain scratches, and you just up there with a controller, you're not no DJ. <laughs> I don't respect that at all. You just you just spinning records. I get it. You got a passion for music. I get it.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: to me, this is a craft, man. For real, for real, man. I, I, I really want to applaud you, bro, like, for really keeping the craft going, bro. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. And teach teaching motherfuckers,
1: man. Yeah, you know, it's like... um. Yeah, I want people to be able to scratch. You know, like I go to parties myself. Um, I'm the type of person to go to a party and dance and, you know, dance on some pretty women and enjoy myself. And, you know, I want to hear a DJ scratching and doing some... You don't got to do no tricks, but just do something ill. You know, I want to hear some blends with acapellas over different beats. I want to hear some... I'll be wanting to hear flavor, you know what I mean? As well as new records. And... uh, you know, yeah, I want to keep scratching going. I don't want it to just die with us and we'd be the last dudes that was getting busy and cutting and, and you know, um, backspinning and, and doing all types of, you know, all types of flavor, just adding flavor to to the mix, you know, because it's levels to DJing. It, it, it's dudes that just play the song. It's dudes that remix the song. It's dudes that are going to do something totally different with the song. You're not yeah, even yeah. going to recognize
0: what song it is. So and I give you that I ain't going to lie to you that sometimes when I, when I listen to you I'm just like bro that that dude bold like <laughs> like I wouldn't even I wouldn't even try that you know what yeah. I'm saying like and, and it go you know what I'm saying like you take chances bro and then to do it on the radio so the public can hear man that makes it even more dope bro like you an influencer, man. You know what I'm saying? You a legend, you a role model. You something that Thanks. people, you know what I'm saying, really aspiring to be, man, especially in the DJ game, bro. You been putting it down like for a minute. So like like Norris say, you got a man, his roses, bro. Like for real, I'm getting you roses, man. Cause you appreciate it. somebody I look up to, man. So look, man, I ain't gonna talk to the dude, the death man. Cause there's a whole bunch of more questions I got. I want to invite you back for part two. You know what I'm saying, oh, on your definitely. own time with my partner, you know what I'm saying, here, because there's much more I want to get into, bro. Uh, we tapped in, you know what I'm saying, how we, you know what I'm saying, follow you and all that, man. Uh, it's the Hunters Podcast. It's your boy, Jay Hemp. Make sure y'all tap in. Rick G's at ILD Clothing. We out. Peace. Appreciate you, man. No doubt. Appreciate you.